DJ Playboy. What's good, y'all? It's your man, DJ Playboy, back with another edition of the Perfect Talk Podcast. And I do no episode, not none, not one, without my dog, my partner, my man. Just scream like I'm Keith. What it do, brother? Hey, man. What's good? Chopping it up, man. 2021. <laughs> Getting there, man. For real. Day number 300. 50 something on the on quarantine. Quarantine. Lent Lent just began for me. So you know what I mean? I had to had to give up a little couple things. <laughs> what you give up? Um McDonald's. I was like, okay. Now, not that I'm a huge fan of it, but I was I found myself going there out of convenience. You know what I mean? And I'm like, mm-hmm. why? <laughs> it's just like this is, this is I, I want to stop it permanently. So I was like, perfect excuse, Lent, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was very specific though. You didn't even say like red meat or something. You said McDonald's, like I, that in particular. I still fuck with Wendy's, but <laughs> I don't even. Oh, I really don't eat fast food that much. But if I do, I'll be like, I guess McDonald's because of their real estate. You know, what I mean, happened to be the uh-huh. one that I went to the most. Um, right. Yeah, you know, I'm just like, nah. Why? It's just, it's, it's in in terms of the service, it's not even. You don't get great service, and you know what I mean. It's just like, it's why? What are we doing to our bodies? You know what I mean? I'm. I'm here nervous about the vaccine, but putting McDonald's in my body every day don't make no sense. So. <laughs> yeah, McDonald's, it's uh, it's addictive, man. It's like drugs. Like when you're taking drugs, <laughs> you're like, this, is, this feels all right, man, but I know it's doing damage to me. <laughs> like you feel it while it's happening. You feel your, your liver shriveling up. Word up. You right about Yeah, and it's like you, uh, I, and then information, you know, you get older, you, you just hear things and. You know what I mean? You're like, what are you know what I mean? What is McDonald's really putting on their food to <laughs> make it not go bad after two days, <laughs> three days in in your garbage? You know what I mean? Like, what the hell are they doing right. with their foods? It's like you start thinking about certain things, and then I don't know. Like, I guess it's old. You get older, you start your farts start smelling weird. <laughs> your your stomach start hurting after certain foods. You just you like, man, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just eat some eat some broccoli, some white rice. <laughs> you know what I mean? And <laughs> call it a night. Yeah, that's crazy, man, because you don't have to get that old before them changes start happening. It's, it's kind of, it's disappointing at first, but it's like, all right, you know, that's just my life. Like, your, your stomach, like, you ever think about the shit you used to eat and nothing happened? Like, you just fuck up, like, an entire mashed potatoes and chicken, then, like, two hours later, some kind of weird sandwich, Big Mac with God knows who, God knows what's in that <laughs> Mac sauce. And then you just chill, and then you go play ball. Like that was your day. <laughs> you might take you might take one shit at the end of the night, just one normal one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, a normal one. <laughs> but now it's just like uh, two days. You just done for. Oh man, my feet swollen. I'm tired. Just because I had me a the Popeyes chicken sandwich is sad. And you know what it is too. Not to, not to turn this into. We, we tend to turn this into like a health food podcast sometimes. But um, it's just you feel sluggish after certain meals. And it's like, I'm always, you know what I mean? I'm producing podcasts. I'm trying to, you know what I mean, work. You know what I mean? I'm trying to take care of my daughter. You know what I mean? You, you need that energy. And it's like, if if food is making me sluggish, and now I got to compensate that with coffees and Red Bull, it don't, what am I doing here? <laughs> it's like yeah. a never-ending cycle of, of, uh, of unhealthiness. All right, exactly. And, and the funny thing is that I've been trying to cut down... Uh, caffeine after 2 p.m. And the reason I'm doing that, because, you know, all these they got all these health apps and shit like that. And they say, hey, you know, they, like, say add goals to your shit. And one of them is don't drink caffeine after 2. And I'm like, yeah, why, why drink caffeine after 2? Because any cups of coffee I drink after that, it barely works. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel it. Oh, you don't, it doesn't have the same effect as the morning cup for, the, uh, for you at that point? 
Correct. Yeah. Because okay. I feel tired. I'm like, all right, I should be. T- I should take coffee. That should work. But when I drink it, like I don't feel. I guess if anything, it's the mental thing of all right. I finished a cup of coffee. Let me just finish off the day's work. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's it's yeah. um it's funny though that you because you said it how you don't even have to get that old to feel those effects. It's like I never really thought of being in your you know like your twenties. Mid twenties, you know, I didn't. I, I thought of those as adults. I didn't think of them as young people. But now it's like, damn, young man, you about to eat that whole, <laughs> you know, what I mean, rib hamburger right now. You know what I'm saying? That McRib right now. Yep. You about to? But it's like you, cause you looking at them eating that food, and you like, I remember, <laughs> I remember them days. Yep. Chili cheese fries. You know what I mean? I'm, <laughs> I'm over here at Subway talking about let me get turkey sandwich, no mayo. <laughs> no, no, no! Don't put no mayo on that, yo. And I be in the hood; it's crazy. And I, and I, you know, after this we we can switch to something else. But uh, and I was in the hood. People love getting like creamy shit, and they like just love adding shit to like what they get. And so I, I drink coffee black, or even when I got cream, like, I get like a very little bit of milk, no sugar. And like they will make it and be like, "You sure you don't want no sugar?" Like the hand can't process <laughs> not tipping the sugar. Can they had the sugar container over it? And they got the spout on the sugar container mad big, like it opens, but they're like, nah, they use like a knife, a switchblade to cut that shit bigger because just to get more sugar out and have the holding the shit off. I'm like, I'm like, nah, man. He's like, you sure? Yeah. But if I get a salad at the <laughs> corner store, started selling salads and everybody got a Caesar salad or they, they would get just whatever salad, but just get Caesar dressing in it. Uh-huh. And <laughs> it'd be funny watching people eat the shit because they or oh, getting it made. They'd be like, all right, let me get a salad with this, this and that. All right, let me get some dressing. Then the dude says, tell me when to stop. So they say, start. <laughs> Still going. <laughs> Still going. All right, stop. Wait, hold up. Just a little bit. All right, there we go, bro. Good looking. And I'm like, God damn, boy. boy I, man, my arteries just immediately say, oh, man. They like, yo, you sure you don't want no sugar? Man, I'm going to get in trouble for this. <laughs> my, my manager watch. <laughs> Got to kill all of y'all, bro. <laughs> Oh man, but uh, life is good, man. I can't complain about anything else, yo. My um, my girl just redecorated. Not not what is what's the word? Redesigned, I guess. Removed everything around <laughs> in my living room, and it, but it, I don't know. I'm like I'm weird like that. Like she don't ever ask me to help, which is cool because that's you know what I mean. If I gotta help, I'm like ah, I ain't, <laughs> we mm-hmm. can keep it looking the way it is. But she she been here living here for uh almost almost close to a year almost close to a year now mm-hmm. and this is probably the third nice. the, congratulations <laughs> yeah thank you thank you but this is like the third time i think she's like remod re-switched around the whole setup that we got in the um living room which is cool for me as like a gemini i like change you know what i mean i like i like that new feel of just walking in the same room but it, it feels different you know what i mean but um mm-hmm. so that's 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 what I'm, I'm chilling. I was just chilling there just now, and it felt peaceful. It felt like being in a different room. It's a weird feeling because the like the whole feng shui of it just switched around. You know what I mean? Right. And I didn't have to help. So <laughs> yeah, that, that's a that's a dope dope deal, man. And it's it's important to change around your space every now and then because sometimes you'd be having a space the exact same way for literally like eight years, and the only reason you might change something because something broke or. Or whatever, like there had to be an excuse versus you just fixing the space up and just improving your feng shui and shit. I'm terrible at it, bro. Like my studio, I've been meaning since the beginning of the year to get my studio looking right. Because eventually, you know, I mean, I want I'm gonna start doing more things on video. You know, what I mean, a lot of things mm-hmm. I do right now are audio. Um, but I spend so much time in this room, but I really be working. I don't even really care what the room look like. I literally be locked in working. But I was like, I know I'd be. I, maybe I could produce more if the space was. You know, what I mean. 
And, um, and plus, I know I have to do it anyway, but it's like, I'm not, I don't got that vision. Like, she got a vision where she could just look at a room and see, all right, move this here, da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I'm going to just rock on top of this clutter, <laughs> and, you know what I mean, just meet this deadline. But, you know what I mean, I'm, I'm asking her now to, like, help me do something with, with the studio, you know what I mean? So, it's kind of, give it that feel, you know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, that's, that's dope, man. Yeah, yeah. Or you could just push everything, like, to the other side of the room where... Where the camera's pointing, like, oh, that part is dope. <laughs> and it's becoming, it look like hoarders on the other side of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> right. I seen a, a, a trailer for some show. I can't remember the name of it, but it's on uh, HBO Max, and it's about influencers. Uh-huh. And, like, they show, like, what's basically a behind the scenes of some of them, like, dope pictures that they be taking. Like, they show somebody in, like, this spa-looking pool with uh, rose petals floating around with it, around in it. But then in reality, all they laying back on a, um, on like a kiddie pool, like a very small kiddie pool, like a for like a toddler, mm-hmm. which is just a bunch of rose petals in it. But it makes it look like they laying in some crazy lake in Thailand or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I've, there's a few dudes on Instagram that I've like come across. You know, like how your, your Instagram um search page is just a rabbit hole. Like that's the most distracted search yeah. page I've ever seen in life. But you'll be on somebody's thing, and then you'll just see like another clip. And I see a lot of uh, photographers and videographers. Um, they actually do the behind the scenes of how they make those videos look so dope. And so like they'll show, yeah. basically them making it, and it looks like you look like you. you so you're seeing somebody's taping them making it, obviously, and then you see what the actual um, video looks like that they were doing with that camera, and it looks dope. It's like, oh, okay, that's how they did that. All right, you know what I mean. But um, I seen a few dudes yeah. doing that. And I, I love those videos. Those are actually dope because it's like it gives you that behind the scene feel, that behind the, uh, you know what I mean? Like to, just to see, like because you know it's not. It's, it, it's I, I look at that sometimes on YouTube and like a lot of people will have that book bookshelf right behind them. You know what I mean? And I'm always like, I wonder what the rest of the room looks like. <laughs> you, know, you see it a lot there with uh, people on. Obviously, everyone's doing their interviews on Zoom and Skype, and you, everyone has that that background set up behind them. I'm like, I wonder what the rest of that office look like. <laughs> yeah, man, like. Like I got a bookshelf, but it's mad narrow. So, like it, the the bookshelf looks cool, but it's like the in the camera shot, the bookshelf just only takes up half of it. The rest of it is just a big ass wall. Mm. So, like it's not even that dope. <laughs> Man, I'm thinking uh, maybe get a backdrop or something for the future, but we'll we'll get into that when we when we get into the video phase of Perfect Talk, man. But uh, right now we gotta talk about sh- news, man. Everything that's happening right now in the world, and uh, I don't know if you heard, man. Your boy Tiger Woods, y'all. Got in a serious car accident, bro. Um, it was a, mm. a crazy looking accident, single car accident too, right? Which had everyone um kind of yeah. scratching their head like, oh, tag on the pills, no again. brakes. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't even want to take my my well, my head just naturally didn't go there. Mm. But when I was watching the news, I forgot that you know people got to think about maybe his history with substance abuse or whatever, or just in general when you hear celebrity gets into some kind of mishap mm-hmm. everyone's waiting to hear the verdict whether or not it was drugs mm-hmm. and um yeah that, that shit is that accident's crazy man just every aspect of the story is crazy and for me it's so crazy that like my head can't even go like entertain the the scandal stuff yet though i know potentially you got to look at all the foul play type stuff mm-hmm. but um they say it didn't seem like he was under the influence or nothing but they didn't see no skid marks like no like attempt to break or nothing like that, which is scary. He's driving uh, the Genesis SUV, um, which is a newer car company. You know what I mean? I know they're an offshoot of Hyundai. 
um, but a newer car manufacturer themselves, and it started raising questions like, "I right, well, uh, either Tiger won them pills, or y'all got some que- some answers to questions, some questions to answer over here, Genesis. Like, what's going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, how did this happen? But I mean, you could fall asleep at the wheel. Who knows, right? You know what I mean? It could be anything. Um, but it, it's yeah, seven a.m. Who I don't know how he was. It was like a two day event or a one week event, and the day before, um, he was coaching celebrities on how to play golf or something. Okay, from what I heard, he was going to on his way that day, that particular day, to um a photo shoot and play golf with Drew, Ble- uh, Drew Brees and Justin Herbert. So um, yeah, that's you know what I mean. Which, which that sucks too, man. Like. <laughs> you know what I mean From that perspective Like damn I wonder if he was running late And then, you know what I mean He was You know what I mean Anything could happen Cause you know He was working too But it's, it's It wasn't great man Some For an athlete To suffer some of the injuries That he went through Um, From what I understood He suffered uh, Multiple leg injuries In his upper And lower portions Of uh, the tibia And fib, uh, fibula Of his uh, right leg Um, It's It's you know, I mean, you just, that that gets you nervous when you hear that from an athlete. Also, heard that he suffered trauma to the muscle and soft tissue of that same right leg. Um, it required uh, surgeons to release the covering of the muscles to relieve pressure due to swelling. And you don't want to hear that. You know, what I mean, Tiger Woods already recovering from back injuries from sorry, yeah, back surgeries from years ago. You know, what I mean, never really turn, returned to his full glory. Um, just just another obstacle in his way. Yeah, uh, I. I I didn't understand half of what you just said, but I understand <laughs> it was really bad. I don't understand how you could pronounce tibia and fibula. You can't pronounce half um, of ethnic names. Um, put the, <laughs> lay that out with a record. But yeah, watch man, that, ESPN. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that accident. It was just, just so. There's two levels to it. You happy about it because like there was nothing life in. Uh, like immediately life threatening, from what I understand, mm-hmm. but just the level of injury. My God, both legs, ankle rods, jaws of life had to be. Jaw, yeah, all that stuff, man. That's that's the same. But he was lucid the whole time. The the cop who first on scene, he said that he was conscious and everything, but he just wasn't able to move or nothing like that. Just because how the situation was, like there was, you know, nothing you could do, and you had to wait for the fire department. Mm-hmm. My God, man. But that bend, that 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 curve that he lost control around, mm-hmm. that that shit looks vicious. Yeah, yeah, and if he went to the other side, right? If I'm not mistaken, he was he was going towards oncoming traffic, and then went off to the side of the road. Um, Insane, man. Yeah, yeah. Yo, like you a, ever? I don't know if you ever drove like um like on a mountainside, like driving around a mountain with all them bends and it like going down and speed and all that type of shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, that, that that shit is scary. I've done it in another country before where they don't have like the little reflectors on the street <laughs> that tell you like where the lane is. No guardrail. And yeah, no guardrail. It's just imagine just <laughs> over the end is just nothing. It's just the end of the world. Like literally, like there's nothing over the over the edge of it. Then there's no guardrail. This crazy curve. And it's about one car width or one and a half car widths wide, but it's a two-way. So all that, so yeah, man. Just thinking about that curve and that mountain and the speed that he was going <laughs> at, like, who knows what else was going on, man? It's crazy. It's funny because all those times I had those experiences, I'd be like, "Do we have to be driving this fast right now? Like, what? <laughs> <can we laughs> where are we speeding to go right now?" But you're right, though. Those, but I mean, thank God, you know, what I mean, we've made it out of it. And thank God, the Tiger Woods made it out of it because it had those. The headlines started had having those feelings of uh, it could be like Kobe, you know what I mean? Like you hear about the crash, and the next headline could be like, "Damn, you hear he's in surgery." Then you know what I mean? It can just keep getting worse. So yeah. it's like, um, you know, what I mean, definitely 
grateful that Tiger Woods still with us and you know I mean his story still continues on man and just hope he has that recovery you know I mean the, the Tiger comeback story is one that I think we've all been rooting for along with the uh Serena Williams comeback story <laughs> or, or you know I mean just her road to the the uh the the next grand slam that she'll win um you just want to see that you know what I mean you wanted that your old heroes to return to that glory and you know what I mean uh we're still rooting for Tiger yeah yeah uh, honestly I'm not even looking forward to him playing. I just wanted to see if he could walk good. Like when I saw um, Alex Smith walking again, I was like, wow. Like I could, I'll go on record saying I was one of the doubters that he would ever play professional football. There was no way. Then he started and, you know, won a few games. That, that's pretty, pretty dope. Yeah. Shout out to, shout out to uh, Alex Smith. You know what I mean? That was surprising too. After seeing that injury, like when I any bad gruesome football injury, you're like, damn, bro, you still want to play? You still <laughs> you right. want, you want this more than I did? Apparently, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because uh, shit, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I, Paul George, yeah, Paul George, yeah, he <laughs> the Paul George one was rough to to watch. Uh, Gordon Haywood, <laughs> that was a gruesome yeah. one, yeah. They, you know, but then what else are you gonna do if you already took that right? I guess if you caught like you know your limb hanging off. <laughs> For the love of a sport, you like I gotta go all out. <laughs> I gotta end this. <laughs> I gotta see how this goes, man. You know what I mean. Also, you might be saying, I mean, it's bad. It ain't that bad. It probably looks right? worse. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's got, and then, and then you got the adrenaline in the moment anyway. You know what I mean. And then, and then yeah. at that point, what can you do? You gotta recover. You gotta walk again. You know what I mean. So it's like you might as well go hard. Do what you gotta do to get back to that to that level. Yeah, as an elite athlete, you're not accustomed to being like just. In good physical condition, like you're accustomed to being a machine, mm-hmm. so it's like they're like, all right, I gotta get back to work, man. Like, and for them, that's work. It's like them people who have terrible injuries, and you know, after they're good enough to like function more or less, like they go back to work, whether it's you know some kind of injury or whatever it is, like they go back to work. They say, yo, man, I gotta get back out there. Yeah. So I could, you know, when you're an athlete, that's what you gotta do. If if you, if you have the capacity to do it, of course. Definitely, definitely. Um, moving on, man. We got some sad news. Um, in the battle against COVID, uh, the United States has reached uh, half a million deaths from the uh, coronavirus. Um, since you know, what I mean, testing has reached its you know, what I mean, the level that it has reached, so it possibly could even be even more than that. Um, you know, what I mean, uh, with the first numbers, but that's an incredible number. You know, what I mean, it's supposed to be more than. All the Americans that were killed in World War II, Korea, and Vietnam combined. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a lot of dead people. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate. It is. And um, Joe Biden alluded to it. You know what I mean? Um, I was reading something in the National Geographic because they had a pretty cool article about it. it it's hard for the human ba- brain to, one, imagine that, uh, you know, being a number like that in terms of deaths to, like, uh, fathom mm-hmm. how high of a number that is. And then, two... Um, when it comes to trauma, we we have a, a self-numbing mechanism inside of us, you know, so we can function throughout our day. So we don't hear something like that and just obviously break down with grief. You know what I mean? Um, right. And it causes it to, to minimize it. And, and, and uh, National Geographic had a really cool article where they really try to put it in, um, in, in you know, like in visual forms so that you can understand. Obviously, you know, they said... Uh, Losses to COVID nineteen are about twenty five percent greater than the U S military death toll in World War Two. Um, we only lost about four hundred thousand in that, you know, which is a massive number. Um, all the people that we lost from COVID nineteen will be it's like losing everyone who lives in Atlanta, Georgia, right now. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> that'd be incredible of, of a loss if all the um, 
they have that Vietnam wall in, in the Veterans Memorial in D.C. They said if they listed every American who died of COVID-19, the wall would be uh, nine times the length of that wall. And I, like that's in one year. You know what I mean? Like right. that's it, that's crazy, bro. It's uh five hundred and twenty-five thousand minutes in a year. Um, that'd be like a death per minute, pretty much. For an entire right. year. <laughs> and that's that's crazy and even more staggering considering that um people of color are dying at disproportionate rates. Um uh, black Americans are one point nine times higher than non Hispanic whites uh to die from it. Um Hispanics and Latinos are two point three times higher. And Native Americans two point five times higher than non Hispanic whites, so it's like it's, it's it's affecting everybody, but it's affecting us even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we gotta we gotta say it, you know. What I mean, I'm, I'm hoping we don't hit that six hundred. I really don't. I don't. I mean, because I feel like on this uh, podcast we've announced the milestone numbers. You know, what I mean that we've hit. And I, I want to stop. You know, what I mean, I, I remember when the big when we were talking about mass shootings a lot on this on this podcast, and it's like I want to reach the point where we are not um, talking about another 100,000 people lost to COVID-19. Yeah. Praying for that day. Yeah. Vaccination, um, you know, and, and, and we're getting there. You know what I mean? We, we it, it, it's, the basketball arenas are letting people in, sporting arenas are letting people in. So it's like, um, you, there's promise. You know what I mean? I think, I, I, I wholeheartedly feel like by September of this year, my daughter will be in school. Um, even if it open right now, I don't know if I'd still feel confident doing it. Um, mm-hmm. Right at this moment, at this very moment, until you know, what I mean, a little bit. And I don't know if what's going to happen in September is going to make me feel more confident um, about it. But it's just something that uh, I, I do feel that by then, you know, what I mean, things are opening up. So, so, and and from what Joe Biden and Dr. Fauci are, you know, optimistically hoping for by December of this year, we should re- return to some form of normalcy. So. It's uh, it's like you said, a hope and a prayer that we have at the moment. But always got to do our part. Continue wearing your mask. Obviously, if you know vaccination, um, you're eligible for it. Get it so we can reach that herd immunity and try to figure this thing out. Um, it's crazy though because they said numbers of the flu are down, and and I think that's because everyone's wearing masks. You know what I mean? If we all wore masks, flu numbers probably would have never been as high as they were before anyway. Yeah, I think that's exactly why because everyone's wearing masks can't catch the flu. Yeah. But let's hope that we could get rid of this uh this terrible disease because like you said I, I, well like I said um that number like I said our brains can't wrap around it but it's staggering and it's a fair you know like the higher that number gets the more likely it could be someone that you know affects you in some way shape or form you know what I mean through some degree of separation so um definitely like I said pr- prayers to this entire nation and this world that we could move on from this uh virus. But uh, Keith, I know we're getting tight on time, brother. So I'm gonna hit you with the "Have You Heard" rapid fire edition, man. I, I hear headlines, and I like to bring them to the table, man. And um, shit, my boy Keith has heard. So first up, Keith, have you heard your boy Bobby Schmurter's home? Oh, Bobby <laughs> Schmurter, of course I heard, man. It was like a damn holiday. <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn, stand up. Brooklyn, Bobby Schmurter, man. Schmurter. <laughs> I seen the FaceTime, FaceTime and his mom. That was really dope. It was really dope. Uh, it was at Quavo, Quavo Huncho. <laughs> of the Migos family. <laughs> yeah, of, of Migos fame. He went to go pick him up. That was dope. And uh, he he got that little swollenness of that, that grown man swollenness. How old is he now? About 28, 29? Is he that old? I never, I, let me check that. I never even really knew how. Oh, he has a young look to him. 
<laughs> yeah, but when he went in, he was really young, like he was early twenties, late teens, something like that. And um, but now you see he got that yeah, twenty six uh, over 20, 26. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was just about to say he got that twenty five year old swole on him. They're not huge, but you just see that extra swole on him, a little extra testosterone boost <laughs> to the chest. And it's just cool to see him like that. It was kind of like that first time, like Dave Chappelle got that boost late. And so when you see him come back out after his hiatus, it was like, yo, this dude, Dave, this dude got, just came out the joint. Well, Bobby Schmurda actually came out the joint. He got that little swole on him. So shout out to him. I hope um, he has support from, from the entertainment, the community. You know what I'm saying? Quavo, like I said, went to go pick him up. So I hope they, they enable him to, to put something out because that would be dope. That would be a cool, I guess, turnaround to this story. Yeah, I heard, uh, well, I guess before he went in, uh, he was working on something with the Migos. Um, that, so that's, you know, and that, I, from what I heard off of that project, it sounds dope. So I can't wait for something for that to drop. If they, you know what I mean, if they're still going to release that or if they're going to re, you know, work on some songs, drop some new material with it. But that would be a really dope project to hear. You know what I mean? Big fans of both of them. But um, Bobby was locked up for, he was sentenced to seven years and he did six. Um, So I think he's still going to be um on some probation right now until um 2026. Um, but it's, it's, it's dope that, you know, he's home. Um, he did his sentence. He didn't snitch. You know what I mean? He didn't, and I'm not one of those people who like coded the streets or know all that nonsense. I don't, I don't live by that. But if we're going to roast people for snitching, let's give people props for quote unquote not snitching on their homeboys and just taking, you know, responsibility for, for whatever they did. So definitely, uh, uh, you know what I mean? He's a stand up dude and, and hopefully that he can make some more great music and, and even better for him. His music is going through the roof right now. Keith, uh, his song, um, hot, hot nigga, AKA hot boy. There's a clean version of it. Um, has gone five times platinum. Um, his was released. Shmurda, he, she wrote, um, his, his, the album has gone certified gold. Um, he has the song with Rowdy Rebel called Computers um, has gone gold. Um, Bobby Schmurda, uh Bobby Bitch uh, song uh, has also gone platinum. So shout out to Rowdy and, and Bobby. You know what I mean? Both of those guys did their sentences and came back home. And hopefully, they, you know, now you know they're, they're making money and, and they're right back to it, which is a cool thing about streaming. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if it was the old days of record sales, that money wouldn't be able to roll in as fast as it would be, you know what I mean, off of them hitting those certifications right now. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, if you went to the if you went to the store, if you went to FYE or some shit like that, like they wouldn't, they might not have the Bobby Schmurder CD from whatever years ago. Mm-hmm. So even if you wanted it, you couldn't find yeah, it. Yeah, oh yeah, because so, you needed the physical copy. Yeah, you're right. They'd have to be sitting on the shelves all this time. And yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, you'd have to go to Columbia House, and that's hell. Like you can't just <laughs> you couldn't just get one CD up. If you got Bobby Schmurder, and you have to fill out a list of eleven other CDs just to just to get that one CD. Nobody want to do that. Pay your ninety nine cents and then pay thirty dollars for the next one. <laughs> I want that shit, man. You gotta buy Bobby Schmurda, then you gotta buy uh, Anita Baker, and you, all kinds of random shit. Waiting to exhale soundtrack. I don't want this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas, kids don't even know what the fuck we talking about. They're like, what are they talking about right now? Word. What is Columbia House? <laughs> um, <laughs> Keith, have you heard your man Elon Musk drop down to number two richest man in the world? Who was number one? Uh, Jeff Bezos took number one back. No, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know. I even know uh, that that Elon Musk <laughs> went to number one for a little bit. But I guess it was it after the divorce that that yeah. Bezos slipped a little Jeff, bit. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then Elon dropped because he lost fifteen billion in a day after Tesla shares dropped nine percent. 
Oh, okay. Um, and it's kind of the crazy thing is it's kind of people are saying because of a tweet that he was making, uh, saying that Bitcoin and your uh, Ethereum, whatever the shit is called, Ethereum, um, that the prices for those seem too high, which is a you know both of them are, are cryptocurrency, um, and and he's actually heavily invested in Bitcoin as well as uh, Dogecoin, um, and the whole cryptocurrency movement. But his tweets kind of do um, direct how the market goes based on those cryptocurrencies. Um, no, okay. <laughs> I don't understand shit about cryptocurrencies. So I don't know. I just know. I just know Bill Gates came out probably this week sometime saying that the, the, the normal man shouldn't be fucking with Bitcoin because they can't afford the volatility. Like it's cool for Elon Musk, but if you're just a normal dude, don't. I could agree. Yeah, and I, I could agree with that. And it's funny because they were saying that the tweets and the uh, the, the tweets and messages of of, of obviously of Elon. Um, Bill Gates, they added in there. There's somebody else, maybe Janet Yellen. Um, they were saying that just how though they that affects the the price of Bitcoin, that affects the value of it, and it is that volatile. Um, but but like I was saying, Elon Musk um, was pushed to the second spot in the Bloomberg Billionaires in, Index. Um, it was actually the second time this month to happen. He, he and Bezos were trading places since January on the backing of a uh, Tes- Tesla's fluctuating uh, stock share price. Um, Bloomberg estimates Bezos' wealth at $186 billion, with Musk $3 billion behind that. Damn, so much money, bro. <laughs> the amount of money these guys are playing with. Yeah, and all those numbers you made, just didn't make, the name that just didn't make sense to me. It's, I guess it's kind of like that concept National Geographic was talking about. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and the injuries. <laughs> right. But, um, Keith, have you heard New York City... Allowed fans back into basketball games this week. Nice. I did not hear that. I didn't even know that. That's that's dope. Yep. Fans were allowed back into the Barclays Center and Madison Square Garden uh, to watch their beloved Knicks and Nets, um, respectively, play their games. Um, and the Knicks lost, you know, Brooklyn, in true Knicks Brooklyn fashion. Brooklyn stand up. <laughs> Definitely Brooklyn stand up. Um, but the yeah, the Knicks ended up losing. But it was really cool to, according to the fans that were there. You know, what I'm saying they said just being in the building um, was dope. Um, two thousand fans were allowed into MSG. Um, this is almost the first time in, in this is the first time in almost a year, completely a year. Um, from what I know, tickets were really expensive, and on top of that, you had to pay for your at home COVID test. Um, not only that, but at the Barclays, they said they tested at home, and then they tested when people showed up there as well. <laughs> so you know, you had to be tested once on Sunday, and then again before you walked in. Uh, said one fan, but people people were happy just to be there. Yeah, I mean, uh, that makes sense that they would charge a lot of money if they got some kind of testing protocol in place. That shit ain't cheap. Yeah. And also, months ago, I heard in the news, they they, they described this phenomenon of pent-up demand. Like, people want to do shit, and when the shit finally, come, finally comes back, people are going to go nuts for it. Like, spending all kinds of crazy bread on vacations and all types of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. That hotel industry, that the, the you know what I mean, the air, the airline industry... Speaking of the stock, you know, stock market, but you know what I mean, like <laughs> get in while it's low because that's just gonna blow the fuck up. Like people can't even afford to travel, gonna travel. <laughs> they just gonna find a yeah. way. <laughs> they gonna figure it out. Like shit, nigga. I just want, I just want to go. <laughs> yeah, these stimulus checks, like people ain't got nothing to to uh, to do with the money right now. It may be to pay some back bills, but that's the thing. People said that these stimulus checks might not work because people are gonna do like <laughs> financially 
responsible stuff, and that doesn't do nothing for the economy yeah. if you put it into savings or you put it into um, paying your bills or something like that. They want you buying kicks. They want you to act a fool. <laughs> to, they want you to act a fool, man. Gold teeth and everything. Bring the economy back. <laughs> Go get you a, a, a eighth television in your house. <laughs> Need another big screen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go, go. It's, it's, but no, nah, it's, it's spend your money wisely, people, because you know what I mean. You don't, you don't know what's around the corner. We did not see uh, Corona coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody's seen it coming. So definitely, uh, you know, what I mean? save your ducats. Be smart with your money. Let me see, man. Keith, have you heard the Simpsons? They, 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 they kind of woke over there, bro. <laughs> they kind of, I, well, I don't know if you call this wokeness. You let me know if you heard that the uh, the black doctor on the Simpsons, Doctor Hibbert, is um he wasn't all, he wasn't played by a black guy, and they're actually replacing the guy who did the voice um with black actor Kevin Michael Richardson. So shout out to Kevin Michael Richardson. Um, it's also been a move uh along the the characters of the show to to have ethnic characters, characters of color, be played by the people of those races. So um, what's his name, Hank Azera. Um, who I think he does uh, the voices of a, uh, yeah, he, he he I believe he might be Homer. I could be wrong, but I know, but he also um did the voice of the convenience store owner Apu, uh, for many years. And you know, I was just about to say that had to be the first to go. That that's like fifty years late. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, and, and, I, and that, and that, I, I, and that particular role about was very, it was kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, you, hey, you get away with that shit in the 90s, bro. <laughs> I don't know about now. Yeah, um, I mean, shit. But from what I understood, there were, um, a lot of the people played various characters. So the guy who actually did that, doc, the Dr. Hibbert's voice, also played uh, Mr. Burns, Smithers, Principal Skinner, uh, Ned Flanders, and Reverend Lovejoy. Um so it was something that you know you played various roles of people um, um on the on the show, um but they kind of were like, well, we don't really want to be associated with that. But it kind of made me think, you know, I mean, a shout out to uh, homeboy who got the job, uh, Kevin Michael Richardson. He's an accomplished voice actor. He's um he's played on Family Guy. Um, he's also played uh, uh Cleveland Brown Jr. on the Cleveland Show. Um, he works on American Dad, and he has been on The Simpsons before. Um, so shout out to him for getting the role. But I'm like. How does that work though? If there's like a black voice actor, like are we gonna take his role away because he plays a white guy? You know what I'm saying? Like, or is it just when it's a white guy doing it <laughs> that we yeah, got? <laughs> yeah, you asking about reverse racism, bro? <laughs> I feel like it's a gray area. Like, if 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 a black dude or like a dude of color ends up losing his job because they're like, whoa, 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 how are we gonna let this Hispanic dude play a a Jewish person? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got like because yeah. it's, it's it's cartoons. Part of the reason they're able to you know do what they they do is because they don't have to spend money on actual actors that look like the actors you know what i mean it could just right. be some like you know the girl from family guy doesn't look like mila kunis obviously you could get but you don't need her to you don't, you don't need that so right. it's like um how does that work though when it's the other way around <laughs> like i feel like are we gonna is, is is what's good for the goose gonna be good for the gander are we gonna have to take roles away when it when or is it does it just not exist yeah, I think they have to go go for the. I guess in this case, it wouldn't be like low, low hanging fruit or nothing. It would be more so just what's mo- most urgent. Mm-hmm. And I think I definitely think having a white dude as the the black doctor, and having anyone that's not South Asian as Apu. Well, first of all, even having Apu like that's that's the, a problem. <laughs> just get so rid of start Apu. there. Yeah, I think we got to start with the, the the most urgent stuff first. So if <laughs> 
if if goddamn Samuel Jackson's playing Smithers, I don't know if that's <laughs> that's as bad. And it's also to make up for for how things were. You know what I mean? When when those roles were not available to black actors, also, so you can always play that card. I just feel like we get into a gray area. That, like, that's a tough card, man. I was, <laughs> I was watching a, a, a Comedy Central special on Patrice O'Neill, and I, <laughs> he, he's, he that he had that joke of. You know, he thought racism would be a lot better now. He said, honestly, I thought I'd have a white sleeve by now. But you know what I'm saying? So, that's, that's what it sounds like. That's along the same lines as, as yeah, man, they, they need to just give all these white parts to, to black voice actors. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, 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 you're going to reach a gray area, so it's, it's going to get there. But um, I, I don't know. I, I came across that, and I was like, Yo, that's that's that was I was like it's cool and shout out to homeboy. I'm very I'm really happy, but it might reach a point where it might be like oh, like you know what I mean? <laughs> do we have to do something? It's like taking yeah. Trump off of Twitter. It's like I you can take him off definitely, but then it's like somebody else says a while, so you be like, I think we might have to. <laughs> I think you might have right, to go right. too. Um, but before we get up out of here, Keith, last one, man. Have you heard your man Lionel Richie got him a young ass tenderoni? <laughs> I, I I don't I heard I heard whispers about it, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, he rolling around, shorty looking like his nurse. <laughs> Lionel, Lionel Richie, who is seventy one, is dating uh, Lisa uh, Parigi, who is allegedly thirty or in her early thirties at most. Um, so figure if he's seventy one and she's thirty. Um, that'd be a forty-one year age gap, and that's—I don't—I'm not here to judge it because I—I I, I hate when they people do that. Like, yo, Madonna's dating some young twenty-year-old. Like, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, if that's who she want to rock with, and he want to rock with her, like, who cares? But I just feel like, why does society always feel like we got to do that? Like, are we supposed to be like? And you're married to a woman that's your age, exact age. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, is that the way uh-huh. it's supposed to be? If we <laughs> if we ain't doing it the Keith way? Uh, I mean. A zero age difference is is a lot different from a 40, 40 year old yeah, age difference. Obviously. Yeah, I, I I think I I don't think it's supposed to be any one way, but I think I do think that it's I think certain images come into people's minds. Like imagine on his fiftieth birthday where she was in life, then at his sixtieth birthday <laughs> still where she was at in life. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I think that is just is is, is just. It's difficult for uh, a lot of people to think about the optics. Yeah. Despite all the work that Lionel Richie got done, I mean, the work he got done makes it easier to see because he doesn't look like a seventy-one-year-old man. Like he does, and, and that's and right. Obviously, he's he's gotten work done. I think there's 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 feelings of pedophilia in there that people are kind of like, oh, I don't whether it's discussed or not. If people are like. Like online or whatever, you know what I mean? But but you know what I mean? Like it's like it's just a bunch of things where people always gotta like they, what they call it, robbing the uh, robbing the cradle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like is Nicole, it's, let me. N- Nicole Richie's old enough to be her babysitter. Is is, is, the, is the point? And that's his daughter. That's his daughter, right? <laughs> like <it's, laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like yeah. Um, it, it, it's. I don't know. It's, you know what I mean? And maybe because I've I've been in I've obviously not no forty one year old age gas, but I've dated younger women and older women, and I just I don't know. I just for me personally, people are people. Like this, there's been old chicks that I can't rock with. Like I just, they can't. I can't get down with they mental. There's been young chicks who I can't get down with they mental, and vice versa. You know what I mean? There's been people like you build a connection with people. So I think it's obviously it's a lot of it's, you know clickbait. Obviously, it's, it's something to snicker at. Obviously, when she brings him home to uh, <laughs> for Thanksgiving, you know what I mean, and her her 
mother and aunt, you know what I mean, might feel some type of way because of how they felt about Lionel Richie before in the past. But um, love is love, you know what I mean? Like, let him, let him rock. He's probably older than her parents. <laughs> when, when yep, when so you you introduce your boyfriend to your parents, and your parents is calling him sir. Uh, excuse me, Mister Richie. Uh, would you like this seat? Like they're offering him their seat. They're like, oh no, no, no. You sit there. We're gonna stand. Like we know you're good. Like that. That is helping. Her parents will be helping Lionel Richie with his groceries. Like that's the, how old that's, that's the age difference, bro. It's it just, listen. I ain't saying that it's inherently wrong, but you, I guess you kind of have to acknowledge the weirdness of it. You know what I'll say? I mean, as long as it ain't my daughter, right? <laughs> it's, it's cool if it's somebody right. else's daughter, but I guess if it's my daughter, I'm like, there's something wrong, some weird here, <laughs> some weird. <laughs> but nah, I definitely right. I hear what you're saying, man. Um, Keith, there's another episode in the books, brother. We uh we racking them up, man, for 2021, man. Uh, but where can people find you at, brother, on social media? Me and my underscore 35. Let them know. Let them know, man. Uh, Perfect Talk Podcast can be found on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. You can also find us on our website, man, www.perfecttalkpodcast.com. Um, every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast, my radio show, The Night Shift, and my other radio show that I do with my man's my brother, DJ Show, uh, Money Talks Radio, all right there on one website. So go check it out. Every episode of Perfect Talk Podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud, and wherever your local podcasts are sold. So, you know what I mean? Just let them know how you feel. Leave a review. Leave a rating because we like when you do that here. You know what I mean? And we aim to please. Um, Keith, man, give them a gem, man. What can people, what can people watch? That you're watching right now on television. Snowfall. Uh, uh, new season. I haven't seen episode. Yeah, new season. I haven't seen episode one yet, but I got it in my DVR. But I <laughs> uh, definitely got to see that. I've been waiting lo- a long time for it. How are you watching? Uh, what do you What do you use nowadays for streaming? Or are you even streaming? YouTube TV. YouTube TV. Okay, I got you. YouTube TV. Exactly. Yeah, YouTube TV is is kind of well. It's, it's dope because I have two Android TVs in the crib. Okay, and, and it's nice. I like it. Yeah, it, it interacts. What are you saying? That it is integrated so, with the Android TV? Yeah, it, yeah, it does. So, like, if you buy the Chrome, I don't know what it's called now. I guess Chromecast. It's called Chromecast with, with Google TV. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll see. Like, they'll like you put in what, what all streaming services you got. Oh, I got Apple TV Plus. I got this thing. I got that thing. And then it'll like when you turn it on, it'll say, "Hey, this is some suggestions for you," and they'll just suggest everything. That you got on on that one thing, including YouTube TV. Whereas Hulu, it didn't have like live television programs in those recommendations. Okay. So basically, YouTube TV integrates nicely with it. Like, it's all right. Do I want to watch uh, Up First? Or do I want to watch, you know, some some shit off of HBO Max? So it integrates nice nicely. Gotcha, gotcha. And there's always it's always an added bonus when it does that. Um, and what season of Snowfall is this? This is season four. Season four? And it's a double, the premiere is a double episode, so episode one and two. Nice, nice, nice. Um, Are you using Apple TV now? I know you mentioned it before. Are you using that streaming service at all? Or? Yeah, because I bought an iPhone last year, so they give you a year free. Okay. So that's yeah. the only reason I'm using it. Other than that, man, I ain't paying for that shit. It was like nine, <laughs> $9 a month or some crazy shit like that. You told, I, I think it's, five, it it's $5 or something like that. Maybe it's nine for the plus, yeah. But I remember you mentioned something about Either the- way. Yeah. <laughs> The Justin Timberlake movie. I'm like, how does keep no Apple TV? I, don't, I never hit that button on my phone. 
Nah, that's you you got no, you don't because you had an Apple for a minute, so you don't got the free nah, joint, right? Nah, not at all. Nah, because yeah, I've been, yeah. been on it for a while. Well, if you do, man, it, it's not, it got some cool shows, but not enough. Like you got that that morning show thing with Jennifer Aniston. Uh, you got Parker, uh, Parker, whatever that shit is called, with Justin Timberlake. You got some joint with Jason Sudeikis called uh, Ted Lasso. That's a really good one to watch with the. It's a it's a borderline family show because like they'll drop the S word real quick. Mm. So like for kids, if you know, depending on how liberal you are. Mm. But it's it's pretty, you know, he's a whimsy kind of guy. So it's, it's, you can watch it with the family. Not a lot of cussing and stuff. Okay, awesome. Definitely we'll check that out, man. Uh, appreciate your recommendations as always, Keith. And, yo, you know, stay safe. Wear your mask. Double mask if you got to. Um, you know what I mean? To be safe out there, brother. Uh, say goodbye to the people. Peace. Peace.